0: We are live, man. Welcome to another episode of the Back Row Redskins Show. On today's episode, I have a special guest, Mr. Tony Andrews. This guy right here, he is so busy. I don't even know how I was able to get him on the show. This guy right here, he's the owner of Redskins Hub, one of the largest Redskins group on Facebook, on Twitter. He's all over. Um, He also has the... the capology group and in that group man and that i mean the content that he gives is ridiculous if you don't know anything about cap numbers this is the guy to hit up uh he also has the nfl bulletin news fantasy click i mean he got so much going on and like i said anything you want to know about the cap this is the guy welcome to the show tony Thank you,
1: Manny. Thank you, Manny. And, and there's a lot of people at Redskins Hub. I'm just one of many. Uh, we have that. You mentioned NFL News Bulletin. That's where we give you updates. So what's going on all over the NFL. Hogs Fantasy Click, giving some fantasy advice. Uh, and, and the one that's been my my pet project is this NFL capology. And, and then, of course, Redskins Hub, which is a combination of a page and a group. And we've been at it a long time. We're co- coming up on 20,000 uh, members on that. But the the capology is really the kind of the interesting part, right? This time of the year, right? Absolutely. Where you're looking at uh, 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 some crazy QB talk, and mm-hmm. uh, and and it started for me about five years ago, looking at the cousin situation and wondering right. why sign them, and what's going on with the cap and these guaranteed monies and and just digging and, and learning and I, and uh, me and Christian in the group and a, and a couple others got together. So let's just mm-hmm. put a group out together so we can discuss oh. these. issues specifically.
0: Yeah, man. I love the group. I love the content, man. Thank you guys for allowing me to post in the group, man. It means a lot. Um, also uh, we have a lot to talk about. You know, I want to talk the first thing I want to talk about is how is COVID killing the cat? What can we like? I mean, what can we expect moving into free agency? We got the Super Bowl coming up in two weeks, and then it's free agency. You know, you got the free agency uh, coming up. You got the draft coming up. How is COVID killing the cap? Talk to me about the cap and COVID.
1: So, so, so let's just go back to 2018. The cap was 177 million dollars. It goes mm-hmm. up six percent in 2019 to 188. Then it goes up another six percent in 2020 to 198. So Mm -hmm. now you're in 2020 at 198, you've already budgeted in the next 6%. And that's how you're constructing all your contracts. Right. And that expected cap was going to be $210 million. Mm -hmm. But 2021 is being estimated at $176 million. That's down $34 million from where they expected it to be. Right. Or 17% pretty much at the 2018 levels. Mm-hmm. So you start thinking about these teams, what's going to result, what's coming up, a lot more cap casualties than you've ever seen before. Oh, wow. And 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 you win in this situation as a team when you have flexibility. And, and so what right you're telling me now, we got 30. Go ahead.
0: So what you're telling me is that the rich is going to get richer.
1: <laughs> That's one way of looking at it. It could be. Or it could be your poor, your Jacksonville – with $64 million mm-hmm. an available cap, you know, has a field day. It could be right. a, a period like where, where Cleveland was, where they were having a field day with the cap and uh, being able to pick up dead contracts just to get another player doing all sorts of crazy stuff. So right. creativity is going to be rewarded. Creativity okay. where people take a lower hit in 2021 and then build it into, to further out years, hoping, betting, that this cap is going to go back up, but we don't know what's going on in 2022 or 2023. Nobody knows how this, this all thing is going to be cleared. So which, which the way, right way to go. That's the question.
0: Okay. So I pose another question to you. So out of all the position groups that are yeah. in NFL, you got the quarterbacks, you got the offensive line, specifically the left tackle, right tackle position, those guys get paid. Then you have, you know, a few other positions. Sometimes you get the corner. Sometimes you get the high end wide receiver. What group do you think is going to win the most this free agency?
1: Uh, from an absolute salary standpoint, you know, you, I don't think there's there's one position group that's going to win. It's all going to be player by player. It's going to be de- determined by what your situation is and who you are going to let go out of the situation and take that uh, that COVID cap. Casualty that you wouldn't have usually taken. So that's that's what's going to be. That's what I, I would see. Is just the big names that are going right. to come off the board or come onto the board. I should say.
0: Right. Well, Tony, we got our first question. This says, "Jets fan here." Y'all interested in Stafford, Watson, or Darnold? Let's yeah. kick it off with that.
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> Who do you? Well, see? There you go. So, so, so he's talking about uh, three, three quarterbacks under contract. Right, that's so you right. got you got you got two categories, and and the categories are are, are your free agent quarterbacks. So you got your Prescott, Fitzgerald, Fitzpatrick, um, Trubisky, Brissett, Taylor, Newton, those types, and then you got all of these people that are that are, It's like the QBX discussion. It's the crazy discussion right. that's going to happen on the of who can we get now. You're talking Watson, Stafford, of course, Aaron Rodgers now is being mm-hmm. talked at Tagliavoa. Right. Uh, Derek Carr, Garoppolo, Darnold, Goff, Ryan and Wentz. So all these different mm-hmm. quarterbacks should, could end up, you know, making some moves. And one move, like the Jets going for Watson, creates another mm-hmm. opening in, in a Bradford. But the question right. is, what's the right fit for the Redskins? What's the right mm-hmm. fit for us? And, and we've got two young guys, not a lot of reps that have right. injury problems it sounds like I would want to vet at the very least somebody to back them up or I want to go, go, you know, go long. I'm going right. for Stafford, Watts, Rogers, whoever. Mm-hmm. And, and we could start talking about which ones you want to do. And I'll tell you kind of All full right. in which ones, okay. which, which way I think we could go. All
0: right. Let's start with the first quarterback on my list, Dak Prescott. What are the possibilities if the Washington football team says, Hey, Dak wants at least forty million dollars a year, right? But <laughs> with the cap situation, COVID, and you know the cap better than anybody, what is the possibility? What can the Washington Football Team do to get Dak Prescott?
1: So, so first, his last contract was a was a one year franchise deal at thirty one point four million. So that's the average of the top five. The guy's unfortunately hurt. He's coming off of injury that's got to pull down the price a little bit but every con- every conversation has got to start with the fact that we're looking at a 16 percent drop in the cap so if you're mm-hmm. t- talking about that big of a drop in the cap you got to believe that, that everybody's going to have to take that hit now you're talking about a multi-year deal with Dak, and he really mm-hmm. wanted a, a, a long-term deal and then and then it was no i wanted 40 million dollars a year so they just decided not to do anything I cannot Mm -hmm. believe Dak's going to be any better position than where he was today, uh, this year at 31.4. So I would look for a five-year deal, four-year deal, something that gives him security, something that has the the right guaranteed amount of signing. But you're going to be looking in that range. Nothing more than that, I don't think.
0: Right. I'm I'm also, if I had to guess, and if I had to bet, I'm not a betting man, but if I had to bet, I'll say that Dak is going to take – see, in in the NFL – People talk about winning, right? I want to go to a winning team. I want to go to a winning organization, but anything can happen. We look at what happened with the San Francisco 49ers. An injury or two can make a team, not a winning team, okay? It can make a team a a terrible organization just off off, of a few injuries. I see Dak Prescott taking the most amount of money anywhere that he can get it because if Deshaun Watson does get traded, this is what happens. It now turns into a league to where a franchise type player can now request a trade. I mean, we've seen it. We've seen it over and over and over again with guys like Jamal Adams and, you know, people, different players. Right. But now let's say if Watson does get traded. Right. That might say, yo, I'm going to go to the Jets and I'm going to try to get more than that thirty one million dollars that you're talking about a year. And then knowing him, he's going to want a fully guaranteed deal. So what if he goes to a team, let's say like Jackson, not Jacksonville, but let's say the Jets, and they pay him the house. Let's say they pay him about 37, 38 million dollars a year, four-year contract, fully guaranteed, right? Then a year later he goes, I want to get traded. It's not working. We're one in fifteen. <laughs> you know, I didn't sign up for this. Do you see a scenario where he can get paid elsewhere and then force a deal? I I, I just don't see it.
1: I I the way I the way I look at it is everything's coming down sixteen percent. Everybody, if you want to be on that management side of the mm-hmm. equation, you want to be a big boy and say, "Hey, look, this is I'm, you know I want the answer. Uh, like Deshaun Watson wants to know, uh, uh, you know who's the GM going to be, who's the coach going to be, wants to say in that kind of stuff. Well, he needs to be sitting down with the cap guy and saying, "Hey, we're going to be taking sixteen percent hits everywhere." So All I right. really think there's going to be more ca- casualties. I think that the quarterbacks are going to try to find the place they need to be but there's going to be a little bit of right sizing these contracts but i believe mm-hmm. they'll, they'll, they'll make up for more guaranteed monies as a percentage of the total deal or the annual annual value i think they'll make up with the, with the next year that's kind of how i see right. most quarterbacks going
0: okay next guy on my list this look. This guy right here, he's either magical or he's tragic, okay? This is Ryan Fitzpatrick, Mr. Fitz Magic, a.k.a. could be Fitz tragic. Um, I like uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, but the knock on him is you look at the age. You look at the age and you say, wow. So if the football team was able to bring in a guy like Ryan Fitzpatrick, you would think he'll be on a one-year deal, right? And you'll think that if you're getting that Ryan Fitzpatrick, that probably means you maybe draft a guy in the second or third round that you can groom because obviously, you know, he's the injury away and with the age and everything, but yeah, talk to me about Ryan Fitzpatrick.
1: So I like Ryan Fitzpatrick. I liked him back in 2019 before we went into the draft. I, you know, I thought he was the bridge quarterback and that's the way I look at him as a bridge. Same. Uh, he could be your backup vet, your backup vet. You could be looking mm-hmm. at Allen and, and Heineke, and saying, here's two young guys that uh, I want to see what they can do when they, you know, either get injured or don't perform. You got a guy that can step right in. That to me yeah. is the quintessential type of vet backup you want. Mm-hmm. And the 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 cost of him, anybody can take a, a a gander at that. In a normal year, I'd say it was 10 million a year based on the way he's been performing. Now mm-hmm. it could be somewhere much less. Like than that, but I think there's going to be competition for him. I think somebody else is going to want a, a, a mentor type of quarterback. I know we are going to need that when, when we lose Alex Smith. So, mm-hmm. uh, so I, I like him at, at, at two year, five and a half million dollars a year, uh, maybe 11 total, uh, going up to 20 total and 10 a year. Okay. So, some, I would do okay. a two year deal with him. I think he's got enough, uh, enough left in the tank for that.
0: And one thing I'll say about um, Brian Fitzpatrick is If he's on the team, he is definitely a quarterback that can get the ball to Terry McLaurin. He is not going to care if he's throwing interceptions. He's a gunslinger. And sometimes you want guys like that. You know, as much as you want guys who take care of the ball, there are times when you're down and you need a quarterback that's going to move the ball, be aggressive, kind of like how Taylor played, right? And and, and,
1: and Taylor. And and quite frankly, all three of them will throw the ball down the field. So I, I like that. Uh, I like those three as a as, as a as a quarterback group. I think right the I think it's a great
0: bridge. Right. So in a in a scenario where let's say we miss out on quarterback A B C D E F G, you know Ryan Fitzpatrick could be a nice consolation prize. Then you got to you know run with uh, Heineke and Allen and just have a you know three guys go out battle see who wins the job. And um, I mean, I like Ryan Fitzpatrick. Like I said, he's a gunslinger. Somebody just said, stay away from Stafford. We're actually going to get to Stafford in a minute, but we're still in the free agent uh, uh, possibilities. Mitch Trubisky. I know a lot of fans are not going to like this one. Mitch Trubisky. Talk to me about Mitch Trubisky, man. He's a possibility.
1: His market value, they've got an $8.5 million on SpotRack, a two-year deal. You know, the question is he, he never developed in Chicago. He's a big whiff for their front office. They want to get rid of him, I think. Uh, they, they can do anything they want to do if they don't sign a big, big quarterback themselves. But does somebody think that they can be like Captain Save the QB with Mitch, Mitch Trubisky the way that they were with Tannehill and maybe mm-hmm. another uh, Mariota and the way he's gone to, to the Raiders and has a little bit of a spark? So does somebody look at that and say where he drafted? You know, we can we can we can turn this guy around. I I see him as another quarterback that needs a lot of reps. Not a good match for the Redskins at all. It's a pass. Uh, uh, you know what?
0: I think I'm a, I think a
1: potential landing spot would would be is like a backup for for your for your boy uh, Lamar Jackson in in the Lamar Rams. Jackson something because he can get to the edge. He could he can run the Jets maybe as a backup if they have a Deshaun Watson, but I think he's now playing in the backup space the same way Tannehill was, the same way Mariota had to, and and Winston Tony, for that for that matter.
0: Tony, I'll disagree with you on this. You said that you don't think that Trubisky can fit in our system. I actually think that he can fit in our system. Now, he's not the most accurate quarterback. Look, I'm not a Trubisky fan. I don't want him in D.C. Let me just go ahead and say that right now. But the area where I say I think he can fit is that he's mobile enough. If you get a quarterback Mm -hmm. like Trubisky to come into the system, I think that Scott Turner can move him and use him in a way that best benefits Trubisky. Now, what we're going to be looking at is, are those interception numbers going to creep back in? But he's very mobile, and I think he can fit what we like to do. But at the same time, I'd rather run with Taylor Heineke before I give uh, Trubisky a chance. That's just me. Yeah, I I
1: completely agree. I completely agree from a style play. When I look at the fit, though, I look at two young guys that we want to see what they can do. And now we got a third young guy that we got to get snaps. And we got to get it worked into the mix. So, really, it's mm-hmm. more about splitting the prep between three instead of if you had a Fitzpatrick, you're not going to worry about Fitzpatrick getting reps. You're going to be more worried about, you know, just him coming in and doing what he does.
0: Right, right. True, true. Next guy on my list is Jacoby Brissett. Now, you figure this would be a cheap option, but I want to hear what the money's like and what kind of deal could we possibly give set.
1: Another bridge option. Um, I really believe that these bridge option types of quarterbacks, the value for them, are going to go down in this cap year. Um, I, I look at him as about two years, five and a half per year, uh, five, eight, five per year, maybe even cheaper with a COVID-reduced cap. He was paid a lot, $15 million for uh, uh two times 15 million dollars for 30 million total he kind of underperformed that he, he lost his starting job uh, they brought in rivers uh he, he just hasn't performed so he's he, he's out there he's he's one of those people that you can bring in uh should you not go the high price route and should you not go for a, a free agent or a trade
0: okay <laughs> somebody said that'll be as smart as resigning rg3 to come to come here (laughs) it's not a good fit here and that's funny that's funny um so i have two more guys that are on the list you got tyrod taylor then you have cam newton and what i notice is on our list pretty much everybody that i i named is semi-mobile or mobile or can kind of you know get out the pocket but talk to me about tyrod and then cam newton i'm not a fan of neither one um when i do get to the quarterbacks that i like (laughs) based on the list i'll let you know which is one of my favorite. But, yeah, talk to me about Tyrod and then Cam Newton.
1: So, you know, he had that unfortunate incident early on that Herbert, you know, stepped in and, and they never looked back. Mm-hmm. He's always been that, that guy that people think has potential, yet never puts it together. Uh, Virginia Tech guy, you know, he's I, I I liked him coming out of college, always said that he needed mm-hmm. just an opportunity, never really got it in, in Baltimore. Uh, he's hopped around from the Bills, took him to the playoffs one year, right? And and uh, he just never has sparked and, and never never really blossomed. Um, but I think again, he's probably the last of the vet backups that I would bring in that I wouldn't have to worry about as much. I think he also fits mm-hmm. into our system with the style of play. He can get on the edge. He can throw the short stuff. And I, I like him as a quarterback as that third option. But that's the very last one I would bring in. I would not. <laughs> put
0: <laughs> Look, when I think of Tyrod, right, here's what I see. I see a poor man's version of Alex Smith. Um, you know, for those who listen to the pod, know, hey, I was not for bringing Alex Smith in. Thank you for what you've done for the team, Alex. Thanks for, you know, coming back and giving it your all, giving it your heart. But when I see Tyrod, I see a poor man's Alex Smith. And what I mean is, you see a lot of checkdowns, you see a quarterback that's going to protect the ball and not take chances. Sure. i rather have a quarterback that takes some chances. A lot of people didn't like Kirk Cousins here. We're going to get into a Kirk Cousins discussion in just a minute, but um, at least with Kirk Cousins, he's going to take a chance. He's going to take a shot. I like quarterbacks that when you're down, you need that guy that, that gives you hope. <laughs> you know, I went to a game, um, the Washington football team, well, the Redskins at the time versus um, Atlanta, came all the way from Nashville, my very first game in FedEx Field, I was excited, and then we started losing. And that game, Alex Smith checked down so much that Mo Harris led us in receptions and yards. I was pissed. 100%. I think Chris Thompson. Chris Thompson had a whole bunch of targets. It's like it's like one of those like ten catches for fifty nine yards. Like I mean, and you're down. So I, for me, this time around, going for a quarterback, I'm looking for a guy that's gonna. Move the ball, and that gives us a chance at winning. So, now let's go ahead and get into the trade. Uh, uh, um, the trade potential QBs. Uh, the biggest name on the list. Um, let's just go ahead and start with Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson is an, he's he's a name. I'm not saying that we get Deshaun Watson, but hey, he's a name. And like JP said on his pod, if we are in a market. For a QB, why not just call and see what's available? What, what uh, possible trade yeah. do you see for Deshaun Watson? So, so
1: what would how it take? Is he? Well, how so 25?
0: Yeah, he's he's under twenty-five.
1: 25 he's under. Years old. He's at the top of his game. He just signed a new contract. He's he's. There's some discontent there in Houston. He's upset with everything. He wants out. He's got a place he wants to go. I don't think it's going to be DC. But, the, you know, with him, there's, <laughs> it, it's, it's his contract. And this is why I talk about the capology stuff. Mm-hmm. His contract right. is almost tailor-made to move in this year. For mm-hmm. some reason, the way that they structure that deal is only a $10.5 million uh, uh, salary hit for just his salary for, for 2021. And he wow. can be cut with the post-June 1 designation. Not cut, traded for 5.4 million dollars in day cap. So all of that money, and we're talking about day cap of 21 million dollars that would be during hmm. a um, uh, a trade scenario, comes in 2022, 16 million dollars of it, and and that's helpful when the when the when we assume that the cap's going to be rising again, right? So so number right. one, great contract to trade. He's And I I didn't believe it when I first saw it. I just thought there was no way to do it. But when you start digging into numbers, you can see yes, here's the effective contract. We would assume it would be a five-year deal, Mm -hmm. $29.3 million average a year for $146.5 million with $44 million in guaranteed at signing that's left over, and only $10.5 million the first year. So from a contract perspective, make the move. Now it's about compensation. What are you Mm -hmm. willing to give? The maximum, right. people maybe not realize this, but you cannot give more than three number ones. That is the absolute maximum that the NFL allows. Right. So they're talking three number ones. They're talking three number ones, a number two in a player. So right. uh, that's on the high side. But what I think is interesting about this whole piece is we started with Deshaun Watson, because that's mm-hmm. the first first news that broke. But right. he's not his team isn't willing to trade him. So this thing's gonna take some time. Oh, yeah. So during that time, during this frenzy of quarterback. QBX, so whatever you want to call it, who steps in but Matt Stafford to talk about himself, the team, or all aligned and letting him go. And now mm-hmm. all that frenzy for, for Watson's kind of getting swung over here to to Stafford. And what right. I thought, if you don't mind, we'll go right into Stafford here. Yeah, let's go right over there. Right on
0: into, go Staff-
1: right into Stafford. Right on into Stafford. There's there's just as many teams now are looking at that that Watson that was floated mm-hmm. and saying well I can't afford that. they are now right. interested in stepping up for Stafford. So mm-hmm. you got a ton of you got a number one a ton of people that are interested in it. Number two right. his contracts not hateful. Mm-hmm. So he, the only the worst the worst part about his his uh, situation is 19 million dollars in dead cap that Detroit will have to take and that's the best right. scenario that they can they can do is a a pre-June 1, $19 million dead cap hit, but they got them on the books for $33 million for for some, some sort of restructuring. So they're actually saving $14 million in cap. You take dead cap hits, you have high salaries, you save what's in between. So that $19 million of dead cap, while it sounds awfully high, the alternative is having Matt Stafford in a rebuild year with a $33 million hit and now mm-hmm. you can go ahead and get some compensation. I'm hearing what are, you, what are you hearing? What are you what's the latest you've heard about what he's worth?
0: Man, so before he became available, right? I was thinking I was trying to get him on the on the cheap side. You know, thinking that okay, okay, when when we brought in Alex Smith, he just had an amazing year, right? Uh 2 or 3 years ago and I mean, think about it. He was like Top five in the in the uh, in the uh, MVP voting, right? So right. we got him for a third round and a young player in Kendall Fuller. So I mean, naturally, you you would think, okay, maybe we give him a second and a fourth, or we give him yes. a, you know a second and a player at that time. But now that they've made him available and it's a mutual thing, that means he's going to go to the highest bidder, right? So then, what? This is what's not helping the um, like our team right now. Number one, there's so many other teams that need quarterbacks. You have Phillip Rivers retiring. You have uh, uh, Breeze possibly retiring. You know, he's gone, right? So now what makes this a complicated situation is that it's so many other teams that are looking for a quarterback, meaning that it's going to be a bidding war, right? You have the teams in the draft, Right. You have the three top prospects. You know, everybody wants Lawrence, Fields, Wilson, someone, uh, uh, um, what's his name, Lance. So then now you have the teams that, you know, are picking in the middle. They cannot afford to trade up to get a quarterback. So now it's it's just a whole market to where it has to be a first round pick. It's going to cost at least a first. I think that's where the conversation starts for the Lions. Because, OK, it's been known that, OK, you know, he's going to get traded. So now at this point, it's like, what can teams offer? And you look at the football team, I think a first round pick gets it done. But because there's so many other teams, maybe a first and a young player, maybe a Tim Settle. What do you think? Well, I think
1: you're, you're spot on. I was looking at it before the the frenzy and it was a two and a four for me mm-hmm. uh thinking mm-hmm. that that was gonna be aggressive and be enough to get it <clears throat> when you see where it's at now uh you know it's a first and a second it, it's a yeah. first and a first it's a it, yeah. it, it, but that's because the frenzy has all moved over to Stafford the smart right. people are saying are saying you know what that's just too high of uh, of compensation mm-hmm. I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull back here and then look what, what whatever happened on Watson, Well, that thing's going to happen three, four months from now. (laughs) Exactly. They're they're entertaining offers now. They've said it. We're listening to offers. So so he comes first in all that frenzy. Here's the lesson to be learned. If you're selling your house, the one thing you want to hear is that there's multiple offers.
0: (laughs) Absolutely.
1: You go back to every (laughs) every buyer's agent and you say, look, I need your best and final. I need Mm -hmm. your best and final. We have multiple offers and that's mm-hmm. what you're going to get. You're going to get about three or four teams that are thinking like you and saying maybe it's mm-hmm. a two and a four, maybe it's a first now. And then there's somebody who's going to give a first to a player, and they're probably going to get the deal. Plus, they have no allegiances to Stafford to to try to place him in a place that he likes.
0: Exactly. This is about
1: them, exactly. this is about them exactly. taking a $19 million cap hit and, yep. and and trying to extract the most value in a down cap year with a, the cap went down 17%. Right. And, and you, you better I also believe that, that Stafford's gonna want his deal redone. And because mm-hmm. he's looking at his deal, he's got 20 million in 2021 that you assume. You assume a 23 million in 2022, and then he's a free agent. There's no exactly. de- there's no uh, guaranteed monies left, and, and you're talking about basically a 21 and a half million dollar a year deal. That's right. much less than what we're paying. Well, three four million dollars less than what we're paying mm-hmm. Alex. And, and, you know, we get a a darn good player. His age, what is he? Man, he's 32.
0: He'll be 33 February the 7th, I believe.
1: He's got five more years. So this is this is an extend. This is a come on over, extend you. Exactly. he a deal very similar to the Alex Smith deal. We pray to God doesn't get hurt. We pray praying to God he doesn't get hurt. But you know what? You, you, you got to protect yourself that way too. We now know about these insurance policies we can take out for devastating injuries, everything else. Uh, but I think he's a, you know, let's talk about the player. He's a gunslinger mm-hmm. himself. He's gutslinger. Yep. He's got yep. mox. He right. also yep. fits that mold of, of a Heineken and an Allen. He's yep. a great leader. Uh, mm-hmm. I think he's going to be a great fit. And let's not forget who we just signed as our general manager.
0: Exactly exactly and i think general,
1: i can't believe that
0: I, the general manager is going to pull every string he can to get stafford here i'm pretty sure he's in you know talks right now and i'm pretty sure they're not going to tell him what other offers are around but they can tell him hey offer more offer more as a courtesy as a favor because he has that relationship we're gonna need a little
1: with, bit more than that we're going to need a little bit more than that that's exactly that's the selling agent That's the selling agent (laughs) telling the buyer's agent, you need to bring that up just a tiny bit. Just a little bit. Yeah. And, and, you know, if we don't get Stafford, we don't get Stafford. So then you turn your attention to who? Who's next on your list? if,
0: If we do not get Stafford, right? Next guy on my list, let me pull up my list real quick. Sorry about that. Next guy on my list is Derek Carr. I love Derek Carr. I love what he brings to the table. Derek Carr is a buy low candidate right now. When you look at Derek Carr, um, he might not be as talented as Stafford, um, but he's a very good quarterback. He's a very good quarterback. Make no mistakes about that. A lot of people try to downplay what Carr has done. He had that magnificent season. And mind you, he hasn't had the talent that Stafford has had to begin his career. You know what I'm saying? Stafford has had great receivers. And then you can make a case and say, okay, Stafford had a good season this year, but he only had 26 touchdowns and 10 interceptions, right? But then you you look at a guy like Kirk Cousins that everybody hates. He had 35 touchdowns this year. Okay. Then you can say, oh, well, Kirk Cousins didn't win any games this year. Well, Stafford didn't win any games this year. So it's kind of like, quarterbacks like stafford cousins carr I put them in the same kind of bracket but I give I give Stafford um I would say Stafford is the best out of those three guys okay but if you can't have let's say Pepsi then you can have a Colonel Bubble or something or a great value <laughs> version of right. Pepsi or Coke so that's what I'm looking at when I see Derek Carr. He is very good um, he's underappreciated. And then we all know that his coach loves to upgrade the quarterback position. So, okay. so there's a possibility to where you can possibly get Carr and not lose a first-round pick. It's very I possible. Agree. Very, very possible. So for me, if I don't get Stafford, the very best option, the very next option on my list is Derek Carr. How do, he's under contract. Talk to me about his contract and um, what it looks like.
1: It was, well, first of all, Gruden's time for him you know what, or get off the pot on his quarterback. He's had Carr for two years. He knows mm-hmm. what he has in him. He yep. brought in Mariota. It seemed like he liked what Mariota did, but he's like, no, he's bringing Carr right back in right after Mariota and stuck with Carr. So Carr has been on some thin ice, I think, with Gruden. I think he's grown with Gruden. And Gruden, mm-hmm. is time for him to decide. Is he going to go and, and let go of Mariota? Because if you take a look at Mariota's contract – and cars contract between them they're spending over thirty million dollars in a year in, in uh in salary that's a right. lot of money spending on two guys that are what did you call them <laughs> what, did, what did you call a car you called them oh, the right. citrus, great Ray-
0: value great value coca-cola
1: <laughs> the citrus pop to my diet mountain dew right there man <laughs> that's right. what, exactly what we're talking about and, and at 19.6 million in 2021 19.9 in 2022 they get cap savings of the whole 19.6. There's no guaranteed signing left. There's a little dead cap of two and a half million that could be one and a quarter if you wanted to go that direction. Mm-hmm. Uh, excuse me, no, it's going to be two and a half million. Very low. There's no impediments to moving him. He's got to have an answer at quarterback. What's right. what's what's the Raiders' answer at quarterback? Is it Mariota? Is it going to the draft? Is it going to the draft and starting Mariota and letting some guy come come in? Where are they where are they? I don't even know where the Ra- the Raiders are picking. The first I don't five, know where they're I picking, but been. I know they
0: didn't make the playoffs, so they're definitely picking higher than us for sure. Right. So we're looking at anywhere between ten to fifteen. I'm just guessing, maybe ten to so seven or twelve to seventeen.
1: Maybe they get you know. a third rounder for David. Excuse me, Derek Carr, right? And they take yeah, that maybe. third rounder. Rounder, they take their first, and they move up, and they get one of the top exactly three guys they want to get. So I now, see, I see th- Carr as like you see Carr. The one thing I would say about him is is you're probably looking at a third, a third rounder, and 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 just with the overall look of picks, the picks are going to be valued higher this year. So Absolutely, the agents are going to be valued lower, mm-hmm. and because we're talking about that COVID cap situation, and 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 the picks are worth a lot more to a team because there's less money to spend and they're on that rookie salary scale.
0: Right. Well, let me give you some numbers. I'm a stats guy. I love stats. Play a lot of fantasy. So I keep up with a lot of stats. So when you look at Derek Carr, okay, what he did last season, he had four. Uh, he had 4,100 yards passing. He had 27 touchdowns. And he had nine interceptions. These are by far better numbers than Stafford. Okay? Mm-hmm. Then you could say, well, Stafford didn't have Kenny Galladay. So what? Who did Carr have? Carr had uh, a tight end. You know in Waller, Waller, and, 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 and man, uh, what's his name from the Eagles? Aguilar, they can't catch a cold. You know, somebody said that he can't catch COVID, you know. But so he put up 27 touchdowns, nine interceptions. Now, his best season came, I think, in his second season, where he had 3,900 yards, uh, passing 32 touchdowns, and 13 interceptions. So, on average it seems like Carr is a guy that would get you anywhere between 21 and 27 touchdowns and anywhere between 9 to 13 interceptions, which isn't bad when you're throwing that many touchdowns. So like I said, this is a great value version of Matthew Stafford, and he's younger. He's Mm -hmm. 29 years old. And to be honest, Mm -hmm. I like Carr so much that I'm willing to give a first. I'm willing to actually pay more. to Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm serious. I am willing to give up 19 to get Carr. I feel like he's a guy that, that you can build around. Why do I say what I say? Like I said, it all goes back to Kirk Cousins. Everybody hates him, but he... Look, I think if we had Kirk Cousins with this system, I think he, he would work. Now, I'm not saying that he's going to be carrying us, making fourth quarter comebacks, and we don't know how he's going to play in, you know, in the big game and things of that nature, but When you're looking for a starting quarterback, it's very hard to find. We've been drafting for how many years, right? And sometimes when we found quarterbacks, we've had contract issues or injuries. So if you're looking at the free agent market, it's not a lot out there. But if you're looking at a guy like Carr, like I said, he's a potential buy low candidate. I want to buy low. I want to get him for third, highest, second. You know, you got to keep that first round because you can find game changing franchise type guys. But if you're thinking this window that we have, right, you got Allen, Payne, contracts are coming up. You know what I'm saying? You can't keep everybody on that defensive line. And if you want to go all in and say, hey, we want to compete for a playoff Super Bowl, you got to go ahead and get a guy like Carr and, or Stafford. And it's going to. Uh, if I, it, 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 if I yeah, was go to go ahead
1: and put an over under on his compensation. I'd say it's a third-rounder. You're going over. You're thinking that he's going to get a first or second is the compensation for Carr. Hey, and I think there will be a, a, little, a little bit of a dial back because of COVID, a little mm-hmm. bit of a dial back because he's he's not worth as much, but at the same time, his contract's not hateful and there's not a lot of dead caps. So it, it, but we don't even know if Gruden's going to move him, right? That's where true. Does, where do the Raiders fall into this whole mix? Because once you trade Watson to the Jets and now you got a Darnold left over – does Darnell make a switch over, and does does that place need a quarterback? And where does Car fit in? So it's going to be right. a musical chairs situation Absolutely. going
0: on. Have, Absolutely. Absolutely. Like
1: Schefter said he he put the over under at twelve. I think mm-hmm. different quarterbacks that'll move teams this year. So who knows? Right. Right. That's well, look, look.
0: If what you're saying is that all it takes to get Car is a third rounder, I'm all in. Give him the third round that we got from. Give him our lowest third, whether it's the Trent one or the other one. It don't matter. If what you're saying is a third to get a 29-year-old quarterback, I am all in. I like all
1: okay. So you are you're 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 in the uh position of I don't want to go super high dollar, I don't want to go rookie, I want to go get me an established vet,
0: exactly
1: kind of that's that, that has some value to it and that's an upgrade maybe from where we are, potentially. I can exactly. get behind that strategy. And the question is, and it's just like when somebody says, "Oh, he's good," like Jordan Reed, when healthy. Mm-hmm. Well, in the cap right. world, everybody says, "Well, I like him, but at the right price." You know, so exactly. we're talking about the same thing. Well, the right price—that's what we're all about at capology. I'm telling you, the right price on compensation is a third, and I'm telling you that that his his contract is not an impediment to make a deal. So, if you're Absolutely. on the over, I'll take. I, I, I think it's going to be right on the line. i go all the way up to a second, but I think one is a little out around. But, hey, the Perfect. truth is that we don't know. We're going to see, right? Absolutely.
0: Hey, like I said, I'm excited because I feel like I've been seeing this on my pod. I said, when I started this pod, I said, this year is the year of building the team. The next year is the year to start contending for Super Bowls. And when I said it, people were like, ha, 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 it's crazy. The defense super exceeded my expectations. Defense still has some tweaks, still has some work to do, but we have an almost elite type defense, right? Like, I, And then, like I always say, the window. You have all these quarterbacks that are drafted, right? When quarterbacks are drafted and they're good, you have that window. You have that two to three year window to go all in to get that Super Bowl because you have paid everybody else but the quarterbacks. But in our situation, the defense is the strength of, of this team. The defensive line is a strength. So, You have a lot of these guys under rookie deals. This is the time to go all in. If you get you a quarterback that fits the system, that can take care of the ball, that can do some things that we like, we are in contention for a Super Bowl. As crazy as that sounds, I believe that wholeheartedly. That's why I'm all in on getting an established quarterback. Why? Because even if we do, let's say we get a a Fields in the draft. Let's say we trade two first-round picks. We get Fields or three, right? Because he's one of the top-tier quarterbacks coming out the draft. He's supposed to be the next blah, 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 right? If we do that deal, can that rookie actually get us to where we want to go immediately? Because I am in win mode now. Yeah. And I, I feel the only way that we can be in win mode now is to get one of these quarterbacks. Like I said, Stafford is number one for me on my list. I think that Deshaun and even Aaron Rodgers are out of the picture. They're out of the picture. But we're going to talk Aaron Rodgers in just a minute. So if you get a guy like Stafford or a car, guys that are established, guys that know the game, that can play the game, and I feel like those kinds of guys can get us to that next level.
1: I, I next, agree. I think I think that's that's the way to go, and that's where I, mm-hmm. where I would go. I go on the high side of car, mm-hmm. Stafford would be the various times, but but realistically mm-hmm. a car. And on the low side, I would be in the Fitzpatrick area. There's Mm -hmm. going to be something in between there that's going to be a value. And Mm -hmm. somebody's going to drop because we're going to have cap casualties going on. We're going to have some trades going on. And I just don't think that that you're going to have to give that much draft capital to get a car after the frenzy goes on Watson and and Stanford and Rogers. I'm
0: going to give you two more names. I'm going to give you two more names and I'm going going to give you a walk. So the next guy, so I've done option A, Stafford, option B, Carr, option three. Now, I don't necessarily – I like this. You know what? Option three, uh, option C, Carson Wentz. I think that Carson Wentz is a very good quarterback, but I do not like the contract. So the other – like the last two guys on my list, option C for me is Carson Wentz. Option D, the next option is uh, Jared Goff. I do not like Jared Goff contract, but I feel like he can do some things for us. When, when we talk about gunslingers, when we talk about guys that can bring us back when you're losing, uh, guys that can throw. Because Look, having a quarterback is, is is cool, but what's the point of having a quarterback that does not throw the ball? So that's kind of like where I am. (laughs) If we're going to have a quarterback, let's have a quarterback. Let's have a quarterback that throws the ball. And also, I'm a fan of a quarterback that's in the pocket. I am done with the RG3s of the world. And we see Taylor Heineke played really good, dove, and the shoulder came out. So it's like these running quarterbacks, you look at Kyler Murray. Where was he in the playoffs? He wasn't around because guess what? He done ran, and then he was done. Lamar, he runs, but he doesn't pass. So for me, I love the quarterbacks that can sit in a pocket, pass, move around when they need to. So I like Carson Wentz. Talk to me about what it would take to get Carson Wentz and if that's even a good fit. I'm just, you know.
1: So a week ago, I would have said, let's take a look at his contract and see where he fits. Now with their new hire at, at Coach, I firmly True. believe this guy's brought in to make Carson Wentz work or not. Yep. Yep. Uh, there's time they have to that has to expire on this contract for it to exist.
0: Carson right. Wentz,
1: 2020. So his dead cap in 2021, the best scenario is a post-G1 cut, and it's $19.3 million. And then in 2022, you're going to take 24 and a half more. So we're talking a total of $43.8 million in dead cap in a reduced cap of 17%. You can see where I'm going on this thing. It's an NW, right. no, not financially workable for anyone. It was right. cheaper to bring in a coach, which it was, this was yeah. my, my prediction. I said, uh, I said, find a new coach, come back to me next year. The next week they found a new coach and it looks like they are going to come <laughs> back next year. And in right. two years to give this guy a chance to make it work. It's kind of like the Gruden and RG3 thing. And the, yeah. and the coach saying, oh, yeah, I can make him work. Mm-hmm. And we're going to see what happens. Because it really didn't make sense for the for the Hertz pickup when you have that much dead and you yeah, can't exactly. do anything with Wendy until 2023. And you bring right. in a guy that's going to be in his fourth year in 2020, third year in 2023, and, mm-hmm. and you're not going to see where they're at. So, right. Uh, I think they're going to try to make Wentz work. He doesn't go anywhere. Mm. I don't
0: think. Yeah, but for me, uh, I like Wentz as a player. Prior to last year, he's always been a quarterback that gets you about twenty-seven touchdowns and about seven and nine interceptions. This season, I just don't know what happens. You know, quarterbacks have that one bad season, and I'm just thinking this is just that one bad season. Well, but Carter of course, won those two. yeah, won
1: those two. When Carter we Card up on that Monday night game. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I think they were undefeated at the time. That uh, it, I remember. And- we, we, we broke, we
0: took care of them. Right? We broke them, man. After that, broke that him. <laughs> After that, that was it. After that, that was it. The next guy on my list is Jared Goff. I think that Jared Goff is a system quarterback. He's a good quarterback, but he's a system quarterback. He's a guy that needs weapons around him. Yep. So let's say, for example, that we get Jared Goff, right, in a trade. Will we have enough money to get a prime-time wide receiver? Say, Allen Robinson. Well, again,
1: with, with, with Jared Goff. First of all, I think I think uh, I think his coach would like to get rid of Jared Goff. Oh yeah, okay? I think he's had enough. And right. the problem is, again, they restructured his deal only mm-hmm. one and a half years ago. He's got six point eight of dead cap in twenty twenty-one and another fifteen in twenty twenty-two. So you're talking twenty-one million dollars. Had the privilege of letting go of this guy, but mm-hmm. his contract is very high too. So now you have to find somebody who's willing to pay for Jared Goff mm-hmm. a four year, $26.1 million a year deal for $104 million with $45 million in, in guaranteed signing still remaining. So you can't even get out of that deal if you want to, so, except years, right? by trade, and you got to take a $21, $22 million hit. I right. think this is another one where it's a lot of talk. It's where they, where the Rams would like to be, but mm-hmm. they're not in this cap environment taking that type of dead hit. Now, maybe somebody out of all these that we've talked about with these big dead hits actually pulls the trigger makes it happen. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't put my money on, on, uh, on Goff leaving the Rams, and I also yeah. wouldn't put my money on the Redskins or anybody else taking on a $26 million contract a year for a guy that's having as many issues right. as he's having right now.
0: But we've seen the Rams do the unthinkable. Brandon Cooks, over over. concussion after concussion, boom, he gets traded. A yeah. uh, 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 Todd Gurley, boom, he gets traded. We were thinking, like, man, Todd Gurley is, is untouchable. He had one bad year, he had the knee. Okay, he's back, he's recovered. Rams said, nah, we got to get out of this. So they cut him before they would pay him all that money. So anything is possible but like you said it's just too much money it's just too much money Uh, to be so i don't see him getting cut but who, who knows then, they
1: answer, you know? then, then who's their answer at quarterback who do they bring in that that wasn't that backup that yeah. backup was worse worse than golf so now you that, gotta find a whole other situation that is so true maybe
0: that is true hey musical maybe
1: some, some deal that happens
0: right 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 hey ryan fitzpatrick <laughs> you know comes in as a bridge You know, they send Jared Goff to some team for, hey, Jerry Goff to the Colts for a fourth-round pick. They take the contract. You know, Rams get a fourth-round pick. They say, hey, we're done with you. Colts are like, yo, we need somebody. We have the cap uh, uh, room to, you know, absorb this contract. Who knows? Then you bring in maybe a Ryan Fitzpatrick or a Jameis Winston. So a lot could happen. Um, The teams that do have cap, I think um, the Colts have a lot of cap, don't they? Yeah, they do they do.
1: They they have a lot of cap and, and, and they're sitting in second, I think, in the league in cap space. I think first is Jacksonville at sixty-five and India at sixty-one. And mm-hmm. and we're down at uh, we're, we're, excuse me, there Jags sixty nine, India at sixty eight, jets sixty-five, we're at thirty-two. And, and and just just when you think of this, the cap was supposed to be thirty-four million dollars more. We mm-hmm. would have been in a position right now, of being somewhere around $67 million of space, and what right. were they planning? What was this team planning on doing with $64 million of cash space then? Man. And now they're down to thirty-two. So everybody's in that same position. They've all been sliced thirty-four. Right. And to take another hit that says we're going to go ahead and get rid of Goff and anybody else and take another $19 million hit, That's
0: I true. just don't see yeah. it from
1: this year. There's, there's plenty of time to do that. Let's give him that one, one extra year and see if it was one of those down years right
0: that we thought right 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 okay so now here are here's my wild card my wild card is a guy like sam Darnold. sam Darnold is a guy that he's what he has one more year left on his deal uh i think this is his fourth year i believe and i'm pretty sure he's going to get picked up with that fifth year option sam Darnold is one of those guys he's talented um i think that he's he's been groomed enough You can say, oh, the Jets are terrible. But when you really sit down and watch games and kind of see the kind of throws that Sam Darnold can can make, he's very talented. Now, whether it's going to work in the football team system or not, we don't know. But I believe that he's a guy that you can grab and you don't have to give a first round pick to get this guy. Talk to me about the possibilities of the football team getting uh, Sam Darnold. So. My, my
1: take on him is, is, yeah, he's going into his fourth year, 4700000 million. He's got a fifth-year option. It's going to be the transition tag on the fifth-year option. It would be somewhere in the fifteen to $20 million range, depending on where the whole cap is. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's room for them to move him and save a little bit of cap. He will have a little bit of dead cap. Um, my, uh, my analysis is relatively easy, easy to move on from a cap perspective and shed him for some draft capital. You paid a first for him. You're not going to get a first for him. You're not mm-hmm. going to get a second for him. No, nope. uh, he's he's I'm looking at and this is pre pre frenzy, a fourth or a 21st third and then asking for something in return with Darnold. So I my, my creative solution here is I'll give you a third in 2021 for Darnold, but I want back a fifth in 2022 and I'll take Darnold. So and, and then and then you got two years to figure it out. So you're talking about taking a third round draft pick in 2021 mm-hmm. on first round talent, but a guy who's being moved by mm-hmm. the Jets with the new without a coach. How many coaches has he been through now? You know, right. it's 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 <laughs> it's I, he hasn't proven himself. It's still one of these one of these deals where you're wondering, is this the right guy or not? This is not proof. So now you're taking a flyer. Take it more in the flyer vet category. Uh, I, I think you'd look at Trubisky and say, okay, he didn't he didn't do it right. He, he's, mm. he's now a backup. But you take right. a look at Darnold and you're saying, well, maybe he can compete. Well, how does that fit for us? You've got okay. two guys, again, that need snaps. You're going to need a new third guy that hasn't proven himself. He's going to need snaps. So now you're putting a three for all, but you're only spending a third rounder for it. I kind of like right. Darnold That's in that role and rolling the dice there and saying, Okay, could he be your vet option backup with these other two guys? And let's put right. the best guy with the best best player win.
0: I mean, I think that's probably the best option in terms of financially and in terms of upside. You get a guy like Darnell, it's kind of like a it's like a wild card, it's like you don't know what you you know you don't know what you're getting, but you know, like you said, you said you're getting two years, so you have two years to kind of see if he can be your guy, right? And then if it doesn't work you're out,
1: after, you're only spending a third. Yeah, it exactly.
0: Game, right? you spend a third, you have two thirds. So you spend a third, you know, and then if you're getting the fifth back the next year, that's just that's just the extra bonus. That's just like a cherry on top. You know what I'm saying? So then you bring in Darnold. He competes with with the other guys because Ron, Ron Rivera is not going to just hand somebody the job. And then if it, worked, that's it that's works, it works. <laughs> but then if you look at the guys that Adam Gase has ruined when they were on the team, and then they go elsewhere. So maybe this can be some post-Adam Gates type magic. We don't know. Maybe he goes to another team, Washington football team, and then he just blows up. He has one of his best seasons. Maybe we put him in a situation to where we can kind of like manage his talents. Think about it. If you bring in a guy like Darnold, he's so cheap, and then it will kind of give you the contract flexibility that we would have had had Haskins worked out. Had Haskins worked out and then Alex Smith retires or gets cut, we would have been fine, <laughs> but because it didn't work right. out, it's not like starting all over again. And then now same draft class, right? Exactly. When, when now was was a potential, huh? Is it one he, more year he, he had? He, I, th- I think he came in a draft that had um, Saquon a- Barkley. Saquon, yeah, Baker Mayfield. Yeah, Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold. I want to say Josh Allen was in that draft. Josh Allen Josh, uh, maybe Josh Rosen. One year
1: more, yeah, and your your point is well taken. Is that where's that young quarterback where we have a fifth year option, and and we can obtain that for some sort of mid round pick that allows us to uh, have that flexibility, see what see what develops, and not have to go all in with the Stafford and put the two number ones out there. Allows yeah. you also. Now you got your quarterback filled. What do we say he's going to be four point seven million dollars. We're getting mm-hmm. rid of Alex Smith. You're looking at savings of $19 million when you do an Alex yep. Smith uh, yep. like post-June 1 cut for the 5.4. You save 19. 19 minus the 4, my math's not great, but that's $15 million. That sounds like a, a, a very good WR, a little wide exactly. receiver action to be, to be exactly. able to help, help things out there with McLaurin and beef up. So you 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 get a, a potential quarterback. You, you mm-hmm. have Heineke. You got Allen, you got him fighting it out. If, if, if this guy develops and, 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 and comes in either way, you, you're, you're giving it a, a good old college try here on the quarterback spot mm-hmm. and you're, you're able to improve the team on the offensive side of the ball with the right. wide out, which I don't think right. we have the money to do. If we go after it with Stafford.
0: Exactly. And I think this is like the best scenario that we can come up with is where we bring in Donald, um, compete with the other guys. And then if he doesn't work, you just wasted a third round pick or, you know, Third-round pick, okay, yeah. Third-round picks are valuable because of Antonio Gibson, Terry McLaurin, but then at the end of the day, you still get to keep that first-round flexibility to where you can draft your next franchise-type player and have that fifth-year option. That first-round pick is very important, even if it's pick 32. We've seen what happened with Lamar Jackson when the Ravens got him dead last in the first round. Now they have that flexibility to fifth-year him when it's time. So losing first-round picks is tough. Um, I'm only going to be able to – I'm only willing to give a first-round pick for Stafford, you know, or possibly Carr. I know that's too high. Too high. Possibly. Yes. But the best scenario okay, but like is –
1: Okay. You, got, you, you know, got a good price on him.
0: Yeah, and even getting a guy like uh, Tua. Tua is another option if, let's say, Deshaun Watson goes to – uh, Miami, and then let's say Houston says, "Oh no, we're not touching Tua." You know what I'm saying? Then you're you're able to get Tua for maybe a second because being you're in the second, first. yeah. No, oh okay, no. Once it's like it's like a car. When you buy that uh forerunner uh, off the lot, brand new, right? And you go to sell it, you're never going to get that value that you paid that for. Car, okay, <laughs> I was I <laughs> you, you
1: know, wrote, you're telling me Derek car, but you're right. That's exactly right. It, it's it smells rosy right? It smells mm-hmm. very Rosen, where you 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 put all, <laughs> all, everything in behind this quarterback, and then next right. year you're, the talk is already to move him. Now yeah. Bo, Tua Tua has got a you know a very similar kind of mm-hmm. uh, a, a, a situation going on with Sam Darnold just two years right. earlier. Uh, he's got a fifth option. You're looking mm-hmm. at uh, uh, a little bit of dead cap for Miami to get rid of, but they got space. Uh, so you're looking at my analysis, he's a crapshoot right now. Mm-hmm. There's doubts about him in South Florida. Uh, he isn't worth but a third in my book and has up to a four-year investment that you got to keep him because it's all guaranteed.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: there's a downside of him flopping. Um, right. I think it's a pass for us. I think we need the established vet. I don't think we need a third player that still needs to gain reps in order to be be a starter. I agree. But I think somebody – I think he stays put in Miami. Uh, uh, you know, they do have to take some some dead cap, 13.7, to mm-hmm. to get rid of him over the next two years. They could do it cheaper in 2021. But I really believe that they got to – they got to double down just like Wentz has to double down, just exactly. like uh, Goff has to double down and, 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 and stick around for one more year and then maybe have the, the next round of frenzies for, for
0: quarterbacks. All right, so here's what we agree on. We do agree – that the football team need a quarterback, right? We do agree that Deshaun Watson is going to be so expensive. If you get a a Deshaun Watson, you'll be losing a very good player, a very good starter. And then you'll lose the flexibility to get a really good wide receiver in the draft. I mean, look, Terry McLaurin is not enough, Okay, Guys like Rodgers are not coming here to just have Terry and nobody else on the other side. yeah, you look at guys like uh, Carson Wentz, golf. You know, guys like that. We say no. Um, we don't even talk about guys like Jimmy G because that's just a whole other ball game with injuries and contract situations. And uh, he's one of those guys that's kind of like, uh, I don't know, I don't know. Still unproven. Still unproven.
1: We don't know what he can do. How many years does he have in the league? And they're paying him twenty-seven million dollars a year or something crazy like that. It just doesn't exactly. make sense for it to come into us, for us to assume that type of contract, take up mm-hmm. all of our cap. Yeah, I, I completely agree. But I think yeah. the Tua, I think the Darnold, mm-hmm. I think, uh, you know, getting something for a mid-level. I like mm-hmm. the idea of car. Uh, right. I think all of these are upgrades of where we are right now. We just mm-hmm. don't know where things are going to turn out. Uh, but it's something more than what we have. And, and I think Rivera can come out and say, you know, it doesn't have to be a wide receiver. It could be that middle linebacker that we're mm-hmm. looking for. And remember, I started this off by saying the teams that are going to do well, you say the rich are going to get richer, The teams that have the cash cushion and the options, because mm-hmm. there's going to be players that get cut because of COVID and this, this cap yeah. situation, you're not going to believe it. And are we going to have any dollars available to do anything with them? Mm. And that's kind of where I want to kind of bring it full circle. We said they got $32 million in cap space mm. right now. There's a couple of key veterans that we need to sign from free agency. Brandon Sheriff, number one.
0: Right. That's $15 <laughs> Highest paid guard. Highest paid guard.
1: $15 million. Uh, you know, his, his market value is 11. His franchise tag was 15 because they mixed it in with the tackles. So we really mm-hmm. don't know where it's going to come out we're in the COVID year. Guy does everything he's supposed to do. He's an all-pro. He's a leader. He's a captain. He's on the offensive line. We all value the offensive line, but some people will still say some disparaging things about whatever in the offensive line about it not being worth it. My opinion: You got to sign him. Take so 15 million straight off of it. You get rid of uh, uh, of Smith, so you clear some back. But then mm-hmm. you got to look at Darby. What are your thoughts on Darby? He was a starting corner. He's got a market value of $10.4 million. What do you do in that position? Because he's a free agent. He's earned
0: it. You got to pay him. You got to pay him. I would try to get eight, maybe nine, but maybe like a longer term deal and try to get, you know, save money that way. But yeah, Darby, he is for sure, for sure supposed to be on the roster. I mean, he outplayed Kendall Fuller at times, even though Kendall Fuller had those four interceptions. If you look at who's actually defending, it was Darby. Yeah. He had a lot of pass defense. I mean, people look at the interception numbers. Who cares? I look at were you able to defend? And He was able to defend. He was the best corner, in my opinion, on the team this year, and he's earned that. He was fairly healthy. He's earned that. So you got to pay him. So and when you did look the at one all
1: year, the-, the one year, prove it or lose a deal. Right. Yeah. And he proved. Yep. It. And, he and, proved and it. now his market value is 10.4. I think we get a hometown discount. I mm-hmm. think we get a little COVID discount. I target right, right. around eight, eight 8.8. Yep. And and I think it will be a two, three-year deal. And it'll mm-hmm. go maybe, you know, 6.8, 8.8,
0: 10.8. Right. Or
1: 6.8, 8.8, 10, uh, 11. And you give him something to work towards and you fit it into the cap if he's the guy. Or is there going to be a cap casualty out there mm-hmm. on a the starting corner that you can now bring in and it'll be, you know, superior to Darby and you're able to fit him under that $10 million a year? And right. do you have that flexibility to do so because you mm-hmm. let that – you maybe you let that negotiation wait until the end. You see? Mm-hmm. We're talking about all this stuff before the league year. The league year doesn't even start until March. <laughs> exactly. If we're starting to make commitments on a quarterback mm-hmm. early, like a Stafford, let's say, and we've taken away these draft picks and we've already got him lock solid in there, then you're mm-hmm. limiting your options when all these slicing and dicing comes along.
0: Right, right. So, so, see, so you get Stafford so, now –
1: but to your point, Darby's gonna be your expensive. Point, going to be expensive. So you got the 32 million, you take care of Smith, you take care of Sheriff, you Sheriff. take care of Darby, and you come down to a a subtotal. And that subtotal after you're looking at also paying for your your draft picks. Gotta remember you gotta reserve seven million dollars to take care of the draft picks that we have. So if you're right. doing all of that you're sitting at a point where you're probably looking at $20 million of free space to sign a quarterback mm-hmm. and hopefully sign a wide receiver and free agency, which ain't happening. <laughs> the math doesn't work out.
0: You're right. So
1: that's, then you start getting creative. Then you start moving things around and maybe you save right. a couple million here and a couple million there. But then you also got to sign Heineke. You also got to sign <laughs> Kyle Allen. You exactly. got to sign... Cam Sims, most likely, you got to sign mm-hmm. Sunberg, the guy that snaps for you, and then what are you right. going to do about it? So you got all those things that are also probably be about five to ten million dollars that you're going to have to mm-hmm. deal with. There's not a lot of money out there. There's going to be right. a lot of ca- casualties.
0: And yep. the, the, West Martin is gone. Never,
1: I've never been lambasted more on a post than what I did and said about possibly taking a look at these defensive interior linemen and saying, right. can we keep all, or do we need to get rid of one? One got to go. Everybody, everybody's saying, no way, you're crazy. We don't get rid of one. But if you look where we are right now in the Jonathan Allen contract, yep, we've got $10 million completely guaranteed. We've already signed mm-hmm. up for it. It may be a way to shuttle off a, a contract and get value for him now because if we if I'm not sure if we're going to be able to sign him, settle, Ionitis, campaign over the next two and a half years.
0: Yeah. I, I see a scenario where two out of the four are gone. I'm hoping we. I'm hoping that we can keep three. But in order to keep three, you got to get a Tim Settle extension done now. You got to get Tim Settle done now. Your. You, I mean, yeah. we've already done Aydanis already. Great contract. So then now it's like Pain is younger. You got to keep Payne, but then Allen was so good. So it's like it's a good problem to have. Um, that's why. I'm like almost all in on Darnell because those two years that we can get out of Darnold can really help the core of the defense. And like I said, if the defense gets weaker at the defensive line then what do we have, you know, there's, there's not really a position that we have that's particularly strong. You know, you can make a case for the corner group with Kendall Fuller and Darby. I mean, linebackers, is weak. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Safety is terrible. I mean, we don't know what to do with Collins, and if we can trade Collins for a third or fourth to free up some some cap, that would be great. I mean, you have Cam Carl who played very, very well. So moving, I mean, I've heard moving Landon Collins to linebacker and this and that. So we are in a unique uh position. We got to assign some key guys. We got to trade some key guys, and we need a quarterback. So We'll see what happens. Do you have anything else to add before we wrap up? Yeah, so you,
1: you, you mentioned Collins. Collins is another one where we're going to have to take $13.8 million in dead cap over two years to get rid of him. And who's going to take over a four-year times $13 million average annual value of $52 million contract mm-hmm. uh, as a favor to us? I don't see that happening. This is another <laughs> right. one going to have to sit around, we're going to have to take – you got Curl, you got, you got Collins, you got dime linebackers, you got slot corners, you can one can play the free. Uh, he can still play the strong safety, box safety. I think we got our safeties covered from that angle. I think you pick up somebody in the draft to be a true free safety
0: mm-hmm. and you
1: find, you, you find yourself a middle linebacker and you, you work on the core. But just the last thing I'd like to put in there, you mentioned it. There's a window. There's yep. a window of opportunity right now. And there's the group of fans that sit there and look at it and say, We can't weaken our core. Mm -hmm. Don't take anything away from our defense. And then you have the other side that's saying, We can't sit here and waste this window of opportunity. Because the window of opportunity is right now. And if we keep on playing around with the Darnold, maybe even if you're talking about Carr or you're going to (laughs) less with the Fitzgerald and you're playing with an injured injured Allen and an injured Heineke. I think I just wasted three years of all of our time talking about these, these quarterbacks that That's never,
0: true.
1: that never had the talent to really make it happen. Right. So that, that brings us right back. That brings us right back to the top, the top guys. By the way, Rogers isn't going anywhere. Don't worry about no. it. <laughs> and Stafford's <laughs> going to get the most play. So we're either going to yep. have to be on the very, very edge there, come down. I, I'll, I'll meet you in the middle on a car. And let's see what happens. How about how we do that just see what happens? Close the book on that
0: one. Let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. And uh, before we go, I got to ask you one more question. If the Detroit Lions call t- tomorrow morning and say, hey, if you give us Big Matt, Big Matt us and the first and pick 19 for Stafford, would you do it? Or wow. Big Matt? I was, to-
1: I-, I was ready to do it with Allen. I was ready to do it with Allen. With with ionitis. you have uh, you, you actually have dead cap considerations, mm. and it's not as attractive for us. But it's more gotcha. attractive for them because he's he's more under contract. Gotcha. So I would look at some sort of cap and trade type of deal with Allen, so they could push that out. Uh, and and if they called me on Allen, as much as I love Allen, and he's the redskin that everybody loves, and he's a captain, right. and exactly a, a, a Rivera guy. Um, he would be the person out of the four in the middle that I would look at moving just from timing and where we're at. And I think, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, he did have some injury problems his first year, towards the end of his first year, uh, or, or it may have been a second. Ioannis is having his injury problems this year. He's coming off of it. I, I like them all. I want to keep them all. I want to keep yep, settle. I think, I think signing settle is the best idea I heard of the night, doing that, yeah. that early and getting, yeah, do doing it. that in conjunction with maybe one of these other DTs leaving.
0: Exactly. And I, I think like if you can secure a settle, you secure Matt. Honestly, Matt and Settle can hold it down, to be honest. I mean, the key on that defensive line. Yeah, in pain. In pain. Um, the key on that defensive line is keeping Montez Sweat and Chase Young together as to, together as long as possible. And I think they're gonna have at least another three years to go at it together before we can talk about Montez leaving or this or that. So Guys, this is the episode, Mr. Tony. Where can the people find you on social media?
1: Redskins, just come on over to Redskins Hub, everybody. We're we're we, we have a real good group there. We try to keep it keep it clean, keep it fun, uh, and then you can see us on, on NFL Capology. We're on we're on Instagram at Redskins Hub. We're on Redskins Hub at, at on Twitter. So whatever wherever you're at, we're we're there, and and we just do the best we can to talk ball and uh, talk the cat. and we're enjoying it. This is our time of the year.
0: Awesome. Awesome. So guys, once again, you're listening to the back row Redskins show. You guys can find me on Twitter at back row Redskins. Uh, you guys be safe. You guys stay safe out there. Uh, COVID is real. Wash your hands, wear your mask. I love you guys. I'm out. Peace. sir.